0: Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode, I was joined by Dr Donna Lee, who was joining me from Sacramento in the United States. So it was great to have another voice, another perspective, someone from a different culture on the podcast with me this week. What Donna knows and something that I resonate deeply with is that we are resilient beings and this is just a... wow it's a big conversation Donna's resilience was built through some really difficult trials in her life and how she lives on the other side of that a really life affirming conversation I have to say and one that I hope that you will enjoy Donna thank you so much for joining me on the podcast
1: Thank you for having me. I feel grateful for this experience. Yeah, and
0: you're joining us from across in Sacramento, so it's lovely to welcome you over over Zoom to Glasgow. Uh, tell us a bit about you, Donna.
1: Um, I am a intuitive spiritual life coach. I've been doing this work for the past 22 years. I fell into this career... Because I was in chiropractic school and all of a sudden I got more into the intuitive work with patients in clinic. And I realized that healing was more than just a physical body, but also the spiritual body. And after school, I found myself doing more coaching, consulting, even some psychic readings. And through my own personal journey through healing, I've been able to facilitate I work with mostly women, some male clients who want to rebuild their lives after going through traumatic events. I've had to overcome a few traumatic events myself. I lost my parents at a young age. I was a teenage mother. And my son passed away 15 years ago from a brain tumor. So I've had to rebuild my life many, many times. And I always felt connected to other people, and I felt like, whoa. This happened to me, and I can help clients facilitate and find their way mm-hmm. after going through different traumatic events. Yeah. Because I feel like life is a constant experience where we're rebuilding, learning, growing, and it shifts all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That is, that's really traumatic events that have happened in your life. I'm sorry to hear that, Donna, but you are on the podcast to answer the question. Tell me, Donna, what do you know for sure?
1: I know for sure that we are resilient beings. And when I say re- resilient, I mean, yes, you can have pain, you can have hurt, you can have betrayal, you can have trauma, and you can rebuild your life. We are designed to be resilient. So even for the person who thinks they can't start over, yes, you can. For the person who has given up, you don't have to give up. There is a way. Take your time to grieve, take your time to run the emotions of hurt, anger, whatever, and then know that you can find your way back to yourself again and even have a better experience. So I know for sure that we are powerful co-creators and we are very resilient.
0: I I love this. I actually do a workshop that I've delivered to hundreds of people now, especially over the pandemic on uh, resilience, on building resilience. And I would say that I am also a very resilient being, but what I recognise about my resilience is... It was probably built in the very most difficult times of my life. It's like it's like a muscle that I had to exercise and I had to yes. start exercising it when I was really young. My mum passed away when I was 14, so I was very young. And then um, I, had a, I had a brain injury six years ago. And when I reflect on that, I think... If all the other things that have happened in life hadn't happened, would I have had the resilience to get over the brain injury? I don't know that I would have, and therefore it's sort of all perfect. When you contemplate your own resilience and you being that resilient being, do you think that was built, that that was forged in the fire of those really difficult times you told us about at the outset? You Losing your parents, being a teenage mum, losing your son, my goodness, such hard times... Do you think your resilience was there before, or do you think it came in those places?
1: I think it came with each experience. Um, Because before my parents passed, they were separated because my dad was sick, and we were poor. And so I've seen my mom really just hold it together. You know how women just hold it down, right, for their families, for their kids? And I watched my mom. So I was learning resilience, because she came from an upper-class environment, but circumstances made us poor. And then when my parents both passed, I said, wow, I have to carry on my mother's ability to just move forward. And then I became a teen mom. Why is a teen mom at 13? Really young and i said do i keep this kid do i give it up for adoption what do i do and something said you're going to keep it because this child is a continuation it was what was right for me somebody else may have a different plan right and raising him gave me more resilience to find my way in the world Mm. and to see that life has ups and downs but i had a why Because I didn't have parents, so I didn't have any why. Why go on? Why continue? So sometimes resilience is about finding your why. And my son was my why. And yes, we had hard times, but he watched me come out of it. He watched me go to school. He watched me elevate our lives. And I thought, wow, we really came from nothing. And I remember one day he said, I remember when we didn't have anything. And now look at what we've done. And so I learned it. And then when I lost him and it was sudden, it it was a diagnosis, had surgery, 12 days later, eight days after that, he passed. I said, wow, my son was my why. He was my continuation of my parents. He helped me to become me. And now he's gone. And now I have to have a new why. I believe that when parents lose a child, they, they actually met their guardian angel. So I feel like he's my protector, my guardian angel. His work was finished, and he left, and I would have rather him to be here, of course. But he left, and I said, wow, he carried me through, and now i got to find another why, a new why. So that resilience kept on compounding, kept on building because of the different experiences. And when I always tell people, I say, look at what you've gone through. Look at what you survived. Sometimes you felt exhausted or beaten down, but you kept on picking yourself up. You're still here. And that's something I had to tell myself. I'm still here. What am I going to do with being here and being present? And so I had to rebuild me again. And I constantly remind people, you're stronger than what you even know. (laughs) You're more capable. Yes.
0: Because that is so much to endure. I mean, being a mum so very yes. young and then your son losing your son so in such a short space of time and while I do you know, say I've got a lot of resilience, I'm sitting wondering how can one person bear so much? Was yes. it so you said like you had to refind your why, you're very connected to your why, which I think again is something that I talk about a lot and my resilience too, in the workshop yes. that I do. What was that journey like of finding a different why when your why had gone?
1: For many years I was stuck. Mm. I I was I was feeling like, okay, my why is helping people, but I had to still help myself. Yeah. And I wrote about that journey and I just said, okay, if I'm here, I could have a split why of Yes, I still deserve an amazing life, although I don't have my child, my heir. He's my only kid, and I did so much for him. He really was my motivator, and I can have the why of helping people to rise above the ashes and come out of the darkness Mm -hmm. because I was in emotional pieces. Yeah, And through the journey of grief, I said, wow, we are really individuals in this world. Yes, we have people around us who love us, who hold us up. But we're truly standing as an individual being, even if you're twins, even if you're married, you you know, whatever the situation, you have to have a sense of I have purpose alone, even if there's no one to share it with. I have a purpose. I matter. You know, to myself, even if it's to no one else and where I had people around who loved me and tried to understand me, the most important person was gone. Mm -hmm. I said, but I'm still here and I'm still a person. I still have a life. I still have a path. And so I knew I became about celebrating the rest of my life, whatever I wanted it to be if I wanted it to be traveling, speaking, working with clients, doing nothing, having days where I do nothing, my why was just self-care. And, you know, self-care is such a broad definition. And it's different for each person. So some days my self-care is working on a goal. The next day is doing nothing. And the next day is helping clients. So my why became very broad, mm-hmm.
0: As I listen to you talk about how ultimately that realization that we're all individuals, and I have um, a phrase that I use. It's probably something that I, I've tried to write a lot of books, it's something I've tried to write that I have written before it exists. And it's the notion of I've got me. So, you know, that people will say, I've got you, or your other people, yes. you know, you've got this. Uh huh. Yes. I have a deep knowing that I've got me and I learned that in this in the very silent place of having a brain injury being unable to talk being unable to do a lot of things in the early days of that recovery and being acutely aware that my inner dialogue was going to be what was all important here now I felt as if that was because I couldn't talk that it was my inner dialogue but regardless of whether I could speak or not I could speak again after a few months but whether I could speak or not, my inner dialogue was playing a massive role because it was me who rebuilt me. Yes,
1: yeah. yes, yes. I love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. do you. I have... got me is powerful.
0: Yeah. And so do you have that? See, if you were to like think back on it all, I probably know now that no matter what happens to me, I'll be okay because I've got my own yes. back. Right?
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Now I don't yes. because I've built that knowledge in my forties and everything else happened before then. I feel as if that's just am in a good place. Nothing touchwood bad has happened in recent years. Yes. Right. Yes. If it did, I believe I would have the knowing that I've got myself and I'll be okay. At what point yes. do you think that you realised? Well, I will be okay. And all of that heartbreak and all of that ha- sadness and those really like oh, goodness, I couldn't imagine. The, the pain that you would have been in at some point, did you have a, a moment of clarity where you were like, but I will be OK? You
1: know, it's interesting because spiritually, I was constantly feeling it after he passed that I would be OK. But it didn't really hit or resonate until like three years into it. Wow. Because. You know, something happens when you're a parent, right? Everything's for that child. And and you love it, right? You you love giving to your kid. It's something that you created. And all of a sudden, you, you know, because my grief experience was so weird because I was a spiritual coach and a lot of people just thought, why are you grieving in the first place? It's like, because I'm human first, yeah. you know, and I'm having a human experience that I will never bypass. And it just, when I shut out all the noise and I could hear Donna, it got better. Mm. And that's when I said, okay, I've been okay all this time. I've been able to work, function, travel the world, you know, I'm mm. going to be okay. And I said, okay, my guardian angel is not in physical form, but he's in spiritual form. And he's telling me you're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and it just kind of hit. But I also gave myself permission to feel whatever feelings ever come up. If if sadness was to come up again, it doesn't mean I backstep or I didn't heal. Mm -hmm. If anger came up, it didn't mean I went backwards, because what is anger? It's sadness, bodyguard, right? Mm -hmm. It's under anger, sadness. So when I embraced all of my feelings, that's when I knew I was okay and that I didn't have to give definition to it or give a certain look because I was a spiritual coach. And I learned to take that for myself. And that was the freedom of I will not walk in any form of perfect healing and I will just be, yeah. Mm. And, you know, it comes in
0: waves. I love that that you gave yourself permission to feel your emotions and all of them, and I think society, the Western world, doesn't really set us up for doing that, does it? And so it, it takes a, exactly. a it takes a brave soul, I think, to feel their emotions because actually, mostly, if you were to feel all your emotions, you would be criticised for it, you would be demonised yes. for it, like you know. And so feeling your emotions as is huge and I think a real lesson probably for us all if you can encounter everything that you've been through and that's one of the things that you feel set you free is to feel your emotions as you feel them. And that's that's yes. huge. That's huge, isn't it? I mean when you look at life I'm imagining that you would say that nothing worse really can happen <laughs> because you've lost yeah. a child. So I would I would imagine that could perhaps be where you are. Do you feel resilience in the face of whatever comes next? Given that we don't know what's around the corner?
1: Yeah, I feel like I can get through anything. You you know, I've had a few health scares. I, you know, was actually clinically dead in 2015 due to fibroids. I had lost a lot of blood and they didn't think I was going to make it. I just told the doctor, I said, this is not even going to phase me. If you knew what I'd been through, it's like whatever. And he's looking at me and he goes, may not make it you know he was honest with me and I said then that's what it is that's just what it is and I said I can't change it anyway you know but then you know I was getting those intuitive hits that I would survive yeah but you know when it's our time it's our time and that's something that I really made peace with yeah me too yes and yeah because we can't control those things Exactly. the joy of life is is not wanting to control it all. It's to live it and to know some things will happen that don't feel good, but you can bounce back, Yeah, you know.
0: I love the way that you talk about being so intuitive and I think, and I, I would say I, I'm very intuitive too. I fully agree with you when it comes to holding too tightly onto life. I, I know that's not in my gift and therefore I'm quite accepting of that. But, Do you think that that intuition, that intuitive nature is something that we all have, but we've silenced it so much that none of us can hear it and actually the opportunity is open to us all?
1: Absolutely. We were all born with it, but some people are scared of it. Mm -hmm. And because it's a different type of power, it's the power of knowing, but it's also the power of knowing that I don't have control at the same time. And... I I think it scares people because a lot of people want the gift to be in control. And I said, the greatest thing I learned is that I have control over nothing Mm. from having this gift. And that's okay. And a lot of people won't access it because they don't want to be weird. They want to fit into the norm. And I remember that. And my whole family has this gift. And for years, I had shut it down because I wanted to be normal. Mm. I wanted to fit in and I didn't know how to manage it. And then I had a friend that forced me to, she goes, this is who you are. You're going to just keep on denying yourself and you're not authentic. Yeah. And so it is authentic part of ourselves of ev- for everyone to be intuitive, but it's actually shutting out the noise of everything else and caring what people think Yeah. to get in yeah. touch with that. And once you get in touch with it, Use it to understand life, and not to control life. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Donna, for coming on the podcast and sharing your story and your wisdom with
1: us. Well, oh, thank you for having me. Thank you, your wonderful host.
0: Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite.